Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, boys and girls, welcome once again to the Bass Kayak and Beers podcast on the Paddle and Fin Network. Just a couple of quick um, intros that I'm going to be doing here for the podcast. As you know, we just got into um, waypoints. And one of the things about waypoints is we have to um, comply with certain um, plugs, certain um, advertising that it's not necessarily our sponsors, but advertisements we have to uh, uh, have to be on the show. And I want you to know um, what we're doing with the podcast. We're trying to grow it um, by going into waypoints. The money that comes in from uh, the advertising is actually going to go to um, meetups and is going to go also to the paddle and fin trail. It's going to be used to pay off uh, first place winners in some of the some of the tournaments like the championship and stuff like that. So it's a great thing. When none of us here is making f- money uh, from this advertisement, and again, it's not. I I don't like the word advertisement. Um, there's a lot of it uh, coming up. Um, so basically what we're trying to do and what I'm doing with my podcast, and I've talked to Brian Chillett about it, you're going to hear my uh, couple of uh, commercials in the beginning. We'll have this intro right here. Then we'll hear a couple of 30 seconds commercials, something like that, and then we'll drive in into the in the show. And the rest of the usual sponsorship that you listen, you probably listen at the end of the show if you want to stick around. But basically, that's what it is. I wanted to apologize, kind of explain it to you guys. Um, so, again, we're trying to do this to not only grow the podcast, but um, grow our trail, which, again, it's 100% payoff and uh, getting more money to the anglers that are competing on that tournament. So it's all for a good thing. We, it's a, we always said the podcast is for anglers, from anglers, four and four kayak anglers so that's pretty much it other than that we got a great episode like always you got joey miller and drew cox they're from jd fishing adventures we're going to talk, be talking about their social media channel and all the crazy fun stuff adventures they have they're right here in texas central texas so we're going to bring it on board and uh hope you enjoy this episode yeah gadget made in america based 
outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bay Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. All right, Joey Miller and yes, how are you guys doing? Doing good, doing great. Glad Thank to you so much for coming to the show. I've heard a lot about you from our, our friend in common, Jacob. So he's been telling me about your channel. Um, and I watched a couple of videos, I loved it. I, I know you guys reached out also. Well, you wanted to be in the podcast, so we're more than honored to guys have you here on our podcast. It's uh, it's a great entertaining show, and uh, a bit of good idea for those people getting involved in kayak fishing. They want to, um, you know, go down that rabbit hole of uh, YouTube and all that, get some fun stuff, and learn some uh, cool tips and tricks. So Tell us a little bit about yourself, guys. Who do you want to start? Joey or Drew? Uh, all right. Um, all right. 28 years old. I've been fishing my whole life. I caught my first fish at two years old. Uh, but I didn't start bass fishing until probably eight or nine years ago. I moved to Alabama for like six years. And... Uh, I saw everybody else bass fishing and having a good time. At that point, I was still throwing a spinning rod and catfishing every day, and or you know as often as I could. And I just I wanted to try something new, so got into bass fishing, and I have not looked back ever since. I've been throwing bait casters since that day, and uh, now I've got a lineup of rods that I can only go to do with. Uh, nice. Other than that, man, just. The love for the sport, I, that's my biggest thing. I just, I love fishing. I love spending every minute I can on the water. I have a day job. I hate doing it. Uh, <laughs> I would much prefer to fish every day, but uh, I got to wait till after five. Nice. What about you, Drew? Well, um, you know, I'm in, uh, I'm, I'm creeping, I'm, I'm getting close to 50. <laughs> Um, and uh, five that's right. I'm, I'm getting closer, and um, it's gonna be a heck of a birthday for you, Bob. I'm right. sorry. Um, but um, I, uh, I spent 21 years as a firefighter paramedic, and um, I no longer do that. I, I, I get the amazing luxury to uh, actually be home with my three year old uh, every day and uh, take him fishing every morning. Uh, that, that fishing session lasts maybe a good 19 seconds um, until he finds something else better to do. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, you know, um, but um, I, I was uh, lucky enough to, you know, do an early retirement and, um, and, and spend this time and, of course, you know, and still the, uh, the nice things about fishing in the outdoors into my son. So uh, doing that every day and, of course, uh, making content and, uh, and going fishing every day for myself. So, and uh, and trying to do our best uh, to uh, really get JD fishing adventures out there um, to be known, uh, you know. And I, I feel bad sometimes for Joey uh, that he has a big job <laughs> and I get to stay at home. And um, but uh, but nonetheless, uh, I think what we're doing and, and how we're doing it, I, I wouldn't change a thing. It's been a struggle. Um, 
but uh, you know, it's been a hell of a ride. It has, it has, and it just started. So we've only we've only been at this uh, eight months. Uh, yeah, since October, I think October fifth. Uh, like of 2020, I want to say. So it's been a short duration uh, and a lot of hard work, uh, but you know, work for it. Here we are. How did the How did the team up came about? Because you obviously you um, do you say you're around almost the big five zero, and Joey, you said 28. So there's a not a huge age discrepancy, but you're not you're not like college buddies or high school buddies. So how did that connection came up? It, you know, yeah. So I, I'm 46, um, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, staring, I'm staring at 50. But uh, yeah, there, there was no frat house relationship uh, previous this. No, uh, no college time, no work, colleague, no nothing. Um, it's actually a, a weird story, to be honest. Um, Maybe short. Oh, like, yeah. the readers, <laughs> the readers, I guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted to do this. And I decided one day I'm going to do it, October 5th, 2020. And uh, my dad knew him from previous situations. Uh, we won't talk about any of that, but previous situations. And uh, he said, hey, man, get in contact with this guy if this is really what you want to do. And so I did. And it blossomed into JD Fishing Adventures. And that's where it's been ever since. Yeah. Was, did you know a little bit more of the backstory? So at that oh, time, yeah. Reader's Digest, but it will be short, I promise. So I won't go off on a tangent right now. But um, uh, I was doing uh, some pro staff positions for a handful of other uh, companies at the time. And at the time, I was in the position of helping do some research and development with some new baits and stuff like that. And some weren't really necessarily new, but new name. And, um, and so I was doing some social media stuff. I was doing a lot of commercial photography for the baits and the products and stuff like that. And happened to meet his dad, who's also really big into fishing as well. So, and uh, we just, the contacts were made and that's how it started. Yeah, I texted this guy and I'm like, hey man, this is something I really want to do. I really want to get into this as, you know, as deep as I can. I want to get into, you know, professionally fishing or tournament fishing or the, you know, the social media game, the whole nine. And I hope you can help. And then like two days went by and I didn't hear anything. And I'm like, <laughs> certainly this guy's never going to text me back. Right. <laughs> this is a big way. Like I'm never going to hear anything. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, he takes it back. He's like, yeah, man, I can absolutely help you out. Give me a shout. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll chit chat a little bit. And for what, like uh, a month, two months, something like that, we did our own things, our own pages, our own promotions and, and grew our own separate deals. And then we just kind of decided one day that we were going to come together and we merged pages to the whole Facebook deal that took forever. Well, the funny thing was, you know, during that time period, we were fishing together every single time yeah yeah trying to create each one of our own genuine innate content yet we're side by side fishing the whole time um you know because i had my requirements if you will what how many posts i wanted to do a day on my mind and, and and his as well and say this is this is not right why you're sitting beside me why are we have two separate pages twice the amount of work right where it's way funnier than we're together anyway i mean for me it is yeah. <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm funny 
<laughs> so what is how does that dynamic work now that you mentioned that how does that dynamic work some which one brings like the knowledge which one brings like the humor how does that work well how do you bounce off of each other like who fits that i mean fits out of whose energy and, and all that it really goes both ways i mean some days some days he's on point when we go out like we're on the we're on the water and he's on the fish immediately and he just he slays them all hill and i can't except except when i know what's happening <laughs> um some days he doesn't catch any fish uh this is the crappie jig master okay just anyway different story um as far as the dynamic goes i think we kind of just we get along so well it's, it's always a good time and no matter what the recordings that we get i go over them all I, i take all the video footage from whatever day it is and i watch the whole thing and a lot of times my boss is looking at me like i'm crazy because i'm listening to it in my headphones and i'm dying laughing right i can't put some of it in the video no no <laughs> most of it but, <laughs> but to be appropriate it's hilarious it's always funny and then in some of our videos you'll hear me I mean, I'm almost always the one to ask. Like, we're struggling. It's hot. Drew, the tournament fisherman and you, where are the fish? What do we do? How do we find a pattern? Like, where's it at? And he'll spout some crazy stuff off. And then all of a sudden, we start doing it. And it's like, fish, 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 fish. And I'm like, okay, that was good. Let's spread that out a little bit and see if we can capitalize on it and make them a little bigger. And it's just uh, kind of... Yeah. You're like, why... Why did I have to ask you for that? I know. I know. We only went all day without fish. We went three and a half hours. So, I do mean, you do you do any tournaments yourself? Have you done? Have you done? Uh, you dip into? Yes, um, I would love to do more. Unfortunately, like I said, I'm bound by a job for now. Um, but the I did a cast tournament. Um, Month, after. month, yeah, month and a half ago, something like that. The redfish tournament in Galveston, terrible, totally terrible. It rained on us all day long. I was soaking wet, like salt water was just, it was bad. Um, I would love to dive way, way, way deep into the tournament series. I, it's just as currently I'm bound by a job and I have to work every third Saturday, so it makes it difficult to kind of plan a tournament series around a job. What about you, Drew? You know, I, I did tournaments in the past. Um, and, and I say in the past, it was uh, way back when I was uh, in the fire department. Because back in the fire department, I worked, I worked two days a week. Okay. You know, um, and, and so I had a lot of flexibility, a lot of leeway. I can go practice. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Um, and we're talking back in, oh, geez. <laughs> Go ahead, show your age. Show my age. Uh, so th this would be way back in 1996. Uh, fishing really? the Masters Eastern Division Pro Am. Um, oh, with the, okay. So we're talking about boats there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I realized that back then um, it took away some of the fun. It really yeah. did. When when you're paying fifteen hundred dollars for an entry fee. It, it changed the complete dynamics of fishing and it took away the fun and it took away why I used to go fishing. Um, and so 
I got out of it after after it took too long to figure out um, and uh, took a bunch of my money. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, you know, there was a lot to learn from it. Uh, now, at this point, uh, coming back into tournament fishing, um, you know, I, I think our idea is, like, we like to fish, like, one one tournament a month, if you will. It can be a local tournament. It can be a regional tournament, whatever. Um and at the same time, we're not we're not upset if we don't place the money. Right. Uh, we're literally out there to try a new spot. Maybe it's not even a new spot, but try a spot with new people, meet some other people out there fishing. And of course, you know, with, with any of this, I mean, you, you get together with a bunch of other people that are out there fishing, you're bound to learn something. I mean, I have, I have forgotten more than I'll ever know. So it, it's, it's ridiculous when it comes to fishing when it comes to the innovation of, of the industry, how fast it changes from one week to another. I mean, from one body of water to another, I mean, uh-huh. we can go out shoot video one day and absolutely slay some fish on a lake, show up 16 hours later at the same place and get skunk, you know? Um, so it's craziest. I hate that part. <laughs> Because then you have to figure out what's plan B for today's content. Yeah, what's, what's today's video going to be about Drew? Like, I guess it's going to be on kayak maintenance. <laughs> so did you guys get a chance to, I know it's, uh, well, let me, I'm trying to think when this episode's coming out. So it's coming out on Tuesday, June 15th. Did you get a chance to uh, watch a little bit? I know it wasn't televised, but keep tabs on the, um, the ba- um, kayak Bass Nation Kayak Series, the championship or the national championship. Oh, I didn't. I saw some tidbits of it, uh, but you know, I, I think uh, from a newsfeed standpoint, it was bombarded with uh, the classic, and yeah. you know, they, they, essentially the classic overshadowed any other news media that was out there. Uh, but I mean, Hank Cherry won two years in a row. It, it's somewhat some big news right there and he's a good guy so yeah but uh but no i haven't uh we haven't been able to keep up as, as well as we wanted to um with most of the trail series um but we've had a lot of discussion especially in the last few months um as to what specific series actually that we want to dive into really want to dive into and really want to um, stay more involved because there are so many series out there um, that exist. It's really, it really comes down to, and they all have their different rules. Um, and so you really got to sit down and read the rules and see, and, and of course, look at the lakes and see what they're fishing to really see what's going to be better tailor made for you, if you will. So, especially Texas, considering it's kind of like, I mean, it's going to sound arrogant for whoever is not from Texas, but really is. Texas is, in my opinion, the mecca for bass fishing. You know, Tennessee uh, can, you know, make some type of claim of it. I mean, Alabama, I'm sure they'll make their claim for it. Um, it's, it's So, in my opinion, it's Texas, Alabama, and California. Yeah, definitely. And that's definitely. Like, that's and California. You, but... I don't know. The thing about California and Florida, like to me, you can find the biggest bass in Texas, um, California, and kayak. But 
in Florida, you can probably find bigger and probably easier to fish than California. Yeah, the thing is, yeah. I mean, the, especially yeah. in Texas. The thing is not – I put Texas because of the culture that goes with it. Like, oh, you don't absolutely. go to Florida and you see all these people bass fishing. You don't go to California and you get this big culture of bass fishing. They're there. But I think the culture with the combination of size and quality of bass here is what puts Texas, I mean, above the rest. Well, Alabama, too. I mean, Alabama's another place, great place. But I agree. Because I think when, when you put – when you present this idea to somebody who's knowledgeable of bass fishing, they're familiar with the topic, whatever it may be. You say California. They say, hmm, I think of people catching bass with trout, trout baits. You say Florida. They're 12, and they say, 18 the only thing they say is, oh, I think people are catching bass at Lake Okeechobee because that's the only yeah. lake that comes to mind when you say Florida yeah. bass fishing. And then you say Texas. And they go, Lots of big bass. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> we, we just saw these guys just go off on Possum Kingdom. And congratulations. Uh, if I haven't mentioned it already, I should have. Mark Pendergraft uh, from Fort Worth, Texas, won the uh, Bass. I always forget the name. So many main Bass Masters, Classic, whatever. Bass Nation Cat Series National Championship. Mark Pendergraft. I think it was 209 inches in two days. So that was amazing. And I think the second oh, day he... Wow. He never left the boat ramp on the second day. That's the craziest part. <laughs> he stayed at the boat ramp the whole, the whole eight hours. And he caught. I think on the second day he caught what a hundred and, hundred and ten, hundred and twelve, something like that on the second day. Best five. So that's the thing about it. and that and that was in Possum Kingdom, which used to be Texas. Best kept secret. Not anymore. Yeah, yeah <laughs> not, right, anymore. not anymore. Not between that and OHIV. But what are some of the – well, first of all, let's go back a little bit to your channel because I want audience to know what they can expect from JD Fishing Adventures. Describe what JD Fishing Adventures is all about. Essentially, I mean, to – Goons coming together, having a good time. We're trying to tell you our best ways that we catch fish, our best techniques that we catch fish, uh, the, the the places that we would go, the the time of the day. You know, if it's super hot, it's this. This is what I would do versus some of the other people that just fluff you and catch fish. Yeah. Um, as far as just JD fishing adventures goes, I mean, it's just. Uh, me and Drew acting a fool, going out and catching fish, hoping to put out something cool and enjoying life as a fisherman should. Yeah, I think I think a big thing that we're able to offer um, is that we offer two points of view. Um, you know, of course, you can, there's thousands of channels out there, thousands of them, where you get one point of view from one person because that's their page, that's their channel. Um and sometimes we agree. I don't. I don't know why, but sometimes we. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes we bigger like married people. Yeah, but it's great. But it's glorious for video. The, the the cool thing is, is like from a fishing standpoint, uh, on on a video, on an Instagram clip or reel or whatever it may be, we're able to show for that day what's working, what's catching fish this day. 
But I can show you two totally different perspectives. I can show you two perspectives, two techniques, two ideas, and yet they're both working as a pattern. One may work better than the other as a pattern, but yet we're providing choices to somebody. You know, so for somebody that hey, like I I work a nine to five, um, I've got maybe two hours, maybe an hour, and that's it on my lunch break or after work. What 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 can two things can I pick and try and go catch fish today? You know, for for that person that's that's short on time. Um, and so we're able to offer that. And I, I don't think that's something that you see very often. Um, and then at the same time, um, I mean, I, I think we're both rather self-deprecating and, and hilariously funny. Uh, I mean, I am at least, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, we take our fishing seriously, but yet at the same time, uh, you got to have fun with it. Oh, definitely if, the first double up. If you, if you can't you enjoy this, that one. Yeah, if you can't enjoy this, I mean, then there's no use in making it because... And those for those out watching on our YouTube channel and on Waypoint TV, I'm just sharing the the profile on uh, YouTube JD Fishing Adventures. Some of the stuff. What has been your favorite video that you guys have um, shoot together? Like, what has been your me most memorable? The one you enjoyed the most? Well, so that's kind of funny. Um, the the reason that's kind of funny is because Drew here has camera problems. Um, yeah. Describe back, describe that camera problem. Is it the camera? So, or is it the cameraman? No, no, it's the camera. It's, the most, okay. well, I say that yeah. most of the time it's the camera. I mean, I just I finally got through the warranty program. They finally just said, okay, forget it. We're we're tired of trying to fix the software. We're just going to mm -hmm. send you a brand new camera. And so, like two weeks ago, they finally sent me a brand new one after a year of struggling. But so most of what's on. Uh, YouTube and Facebook and Instagram um, is from videos. videos. Yeah, from a video standpoint, is me simply just me because I can't get this guy on camera because he doesn't have one. And then, and then now we have I'm, I'm going to put that on you, Joey, because you have to teach the old man how to work social media. It's not that. The, the man knows social media better than a lot of people that, that I know. I'm playing with you. I'm 47, by the way. Just turned 47 yeah. last week. So well, you know your social media pretty well. Look at yeah. you. But um, no, from a video standpoint... Most of what's on there is is just my recordings, which that will change as of yesterday. Um, we got a bunch of footage from the lake that we were at, so that should come out probably next Monday or Tuesday. I've got one supposed to drop tonight. Um, my most memorable memorable video of us is the first double up video. Now, all that was shot on my GoPro because homeboy didn't have a camera. Uh, but uh, it was stupid funny. Uh, my my wife convinced me to take a pair of jeans and turn them into Daisy Dukes. Um, so that's also in the video. Yeah. Um, parental advisory suggestion. There's nothing like negative. It's just my pale white legs. Anyway, <laughs> uh, no, it's it's hilarious. It's funny when me and him get together. We we just we act a fool and we catch fish, and it's it's just all laughs. I think probably my favorite one so far, and I I was there, but I was it, the video happened, and I was probably four hundred yards away on another section of the lake, 
and we had just met um and it was one of our first trips we'd done together and it was i want to say it was like late october early november and and joey decided to roll the kayak and jump in the lake oh. so um and I had no idea that it actually happened because I so far away, I didn't hear it. Um, I knew it all happened. <laughs> so I got we we met up at another point in the lake, kept fishing on fishing and whatnot. And then when we got out at the ramp, I noticed he's soaking wet. I'm like, I'm wearing a sweatshirt. It was kind of it's chilly. Yeah, it was cold. It wasn't yeah. chilly. It was cold. <laughs> the water was like fifty I'm, degrees. I don't know. Like, what? What? What, what just happened? I mean, do you have an accident or something? He's like, oh, no, I was over there, and uh, I rolled the kayak, and I lost this, and I lost this. I'm like, hmm, where was I at? <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, we, I think that's on there. I should be on there. I think it was, like, one of the very first ones. Yeah, I had to edit a lot of it because I had a buddy with me. Yeah. It was uh, hilarious. I thought, well, I thought it was hilarious yeah. because I was pretty warm and dry after the fact. Uh-huh. But, uh, I was frigid. Yeah. I was cutting glass through yeah, my shirt. So. It was terrible. <laughs> it was cold. It was terrible. That's probably one of my favorite ones. But of course, the the one that most recent, uh, two weeks, three weeks ago, the double up that we did. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. that one's hilarious. I mean, that, of course, that is a typical. Yeah, that's a typical day for us on the water. And like, what you don't see in that video is like, I had to get on my hands and knees and stretch out as far as I could to the nose of the kayak to get the fish, because I had the kayak loaded with nineteen rods and not enough rod holders. And as the fish came up and jumped the line caught another lure on another rod that was entwined with a bunch of crap and it didn't work out very well um it was like a really crazy yoga move to get the to get the fish. Uh, <laughs> yoga move uh, and at my age with all the hardware i have in my body it, it did not of course yesterday we pinned two up against trees i had a five pinned up against a tree and I couldn't move. Like, I had to scream right. over my shoulder, like, Drow! He couldn't move. So I came in fish. And yet, not, I don't know, 15 minutes later, I get one up underneath the cypress tree, and it was stuck. And I tried. Joey couldn't move <laughs> for me, though. <laughs> you didn't have a pin as well as I did. What do you want me to say? Yeah. <laughs> this is our lives on a day-to-day basis. That's pretty cool, man. What has been what has been your most influential social or content creator out there that you like? Not necessarily copy, but you think okay, this is a kind of style or or kind of like the general idea where I want to you know move this along into the into the next phase. What would you say has been your biggest influence for for either if it's different one than you know one what's been for you, Drew, and what's been for you, Joey? Yeah. But I think there's two different ones for me. Um, one, I know their name. The other one, I actually don't. Uh, the first one being um, uh, a YouTube channel that popped up in my feed, and I still don't know to this day who the person was. Um, but he had posted a video of him taking his kayak fishing down off some dusty dirt road in his pickup truck. And at that time, I was really struggling on trying to get ready to do some video to post the first video. And 
that seemed like for me that was like an eternal struggle was like because no video was going to be good enough to post and yet this guy just went out there he's like yeah i just picked up this uh this gopro camera at best buy 20 minutes ago and uh, we're gonna go fishing and make a brand new video i was like so i've been struggling for six months and this guy buys a camera 10 minutes ago and he's already making his first video i'm an idiot uh, and that gave me like drive to try to move forward and actually make a video because at the point at that point you're like many of your videos are going to be horrible mm-hmm. in somebody's eyes all of mine are right and you're never going to be able to get better at your videos until you make a lot of bad ones yep. and over time as you do the trial and error process and, and learn and make adjustments they're not going to get better until you do it. And so that was one of those pages where I was like, oddly enough, the guy has no idea, but that was inspirational, you know? Um, and then another one, the second one that has been truly inspirational because I feel like the guys are extremely genuine and that's um, tactical Bassin. Yeah. Um, Matt Allen and, uh, and Tim Little, I think, um, they run somewhere like just over 500,000 subscribers. And yet to me, I'm, I'm, it's mind boggling to me that they don't have a million. Um, I, I think because of the, the information that they come out, they spend a tremendous amount of time in making their videos. They do a crazy amount of testing, which I, I don't have the patience for that. I mean, yeah. I, I honestly don't. I want to go catch fish. I don't I don't want to videotape for five hours how the lure worked underwater and select the best one. No, that's my job. I mean, I'm actually just going to click on their video and see which one works. Yeah. <laughs> so I think for, for a couple of guys like them uh, who started in their teens as well, um, those guys are best friends, um, you know, and, and they just go fishing and have a good time. Um, for many aspects of their of their channels, um, it, they were inspirational for me as well. You know, I, uh, what about you? What are your? I, I'm sure his are completely different. Though. To be honest, I really don't have that many. Uh, I mean, so I used to watch a lot of YouTube, and it wasn't just for entertainment. It was to learn a little bit, but I kind of did more of teach myself how to throw a bait gas or teach myself how to catch a bass. Of course, my, you know, my, my buddies were there that, that went bass fishing that helped me along the way, of course, but I didn't really watch YouTube just for that. It was more of like a kind of, kind of a time filler. Um, now I did have those ones that I watched that I don't really watch that much anymore simply because I just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of YouTubers come up and then fail because they aren't putting in the time or the effort to make the quality video or, or get on the water and go catch the big fish uh, or, or make sure it's, it's just right. And like he was saying, my videos aren't great. Our videos aren't great. I didn't say but your videos aren't great. Our videos aren't great. <laughs> They'll get better though. We just, I mean, we're fresh at this. Uh, and the one that's supposed to drop tonight is much better than the one that dropped last week and the week prior. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as the, the inspirational goes, he's a big inspiration to me simply because he's out busting his tail every day with me, catching fish, making content, 
and make it happen. I mean, he's got the contacts, he's got the information, he's the, the, one of the best fishermen that I know. And I agree. I, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, long story short, um, I don't really have very many inspirational YouTubers anymore. I just don't have the time. Uh, making my own videos, working uh, seven to five every day, uh, and then sometimes six days a week, and then trying to create content from five to nine, and then edit and take care of the kiddo and take care of the wife and then eat, go to sleep and do it all again. I just don't have the time to watch it anymore. I, you know, one thing I'll add though, I think there are, and I, I can't name names because it would be horrible. Um, there are a handful of pages that I will watch because mm-hmm. I want to know what not to do. I know what you mean. I do watch those. I, I feel like there there are some groups out there that, that alienate some some other groups and you know whatever. Um, I I do keep track of those because I want to ensure that those are not things that get repeated. You know, mm-hmm. like um, so you can not, get drawn in into different areas where you look back and it's like that is not what I intend that's that's right. not who I am that's, that's not, not what I wanted to do this is not the one that I want to project myself and there's right. that balance of like to what extent am I willing to compromise what I stand for in order sure. to get more viewers and especially sponsors and stuff like that because that really yeah. helps out the cost you know very rarely you see that this many guys live on this, make money on this. And I have a lot of respect for content creators, um, regardless in the sense that you could be easily doing, making money on other things. With the amount of time that you're spending, you can be making more money doing something else. And I, and I kind of like chuckle every time somebody mentions, like doesn't know fishing or doesn't know kayak fishing because it's like makes it believe like oh these youtubers like this guy's you know what do they do fish all day like you like i chuckle because i'm thinking you really don't know how hard this is like i don't i personally don't do youtube channels something that i've kind of wanted to get involved with but i have a lot of respect for those that make a career out of it because it is a lot of work and then a lot of stress where it's like, damn, if I don't catch a fish, this is like eight hours of footage that it's going to be like, what, B-rolls and just this little posts records, on Instagram. Uh, this guy records 12-minute clips <laughs> continuously. And then he sends me all the footage, right? I take the SD card, I download all the footage, and I'm like, well, first off, it took 12 hours to download that footage. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for that. Because it was a one terabyte. Second, <laughs> second, now I have to watch 12 hours of footage to fix yeah. this video. I appreciate that. It is, uh, yeah. you know, I think that is, I think you're right, though. I mean, that is one of those things that, that people don't see is how laborious it is. It is so labor intensive. Yeah. And if you, if, if you go out, you know, your, your friends, your family, you're like, they see you go out, you're gone eight, 12 hours and you're out there fishing and, and they're like, how'd you do it? And you're like, yeah, I got skunked out catching fish. The problem is you have to go to plan B. Hopefully you have a plan B, you know, cause now what you thought that you were, you were getting a lot of good content for the day and you were out there working it, you're in the grind. Where's your content now? Mm-hmm. You know? And if, and if, you know, you deep dive far enough into it, 
And you know you have to make content. You know you have to do posts. You know you have to do storylines. Uh, you know you have to do shorts so you can maintain that you're in the algorithm so you can get that reach and you can you know grow grow your channel, grow your page, whatever it is. You're stressed out now. And you're stressed out the whole day you're fishing, yep. not catching anything because you're like – what am I going to do? Uh, I, mean, I don't stress until I'm about halfway through. And we haven't caught it. <laughs> well, I, I usually don't stress because I have joy to catch the fish and do the videos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it, it is funny because I look at guys like, for like example, like Russ Snyder, who's we, with a, you know, has a lot of success on the tournament, um, and other guys out there. And you think, like, man, this guy is so easy for them to catch five fish. They should be working. Like doing posting videos, other than Christy, um, Christine Fisher, I don't see a lot of them posting videos and fish, doing a little bit of content myself with the podcast and a little bit of Instagram and doing tournament fishing. What I've learned is like the guys that are really good at the tournament are not social media content creators because they don't have time for it. Like yeah. in order for you to be that consistently, where you're gonna be in the money, you know you're not always gonna win, but you're consistently in the money, catching the check, yeah. even if it's not first place. It's because you don't spend time, hours editing and trying to record. You're just focused on getting honing your skills. That's a big difference. It's like it, people are like, oh, that I mean that guy costs so much. Why is he not making YouTube videos? You know he could make it extra money. Yeah, he could, but. You know how much you know an effort he has to put into it, and if you it's don't true. do it yourself, you can just record it and give it to a, an editor, but that costs money. So that's now money coming out of your winnings, which you have to pay for hotels, you have to pay for gasoline, you have to pay for equipment. So it's it's not easy. It's not easy, and it's made you respect. And I also respect a lot what you talk about tactical bassing because they're true to their what they want to do. It's like this is what you want to do. If you don't want to watch it, if you're looking for some type of clickbait, you're not going to find it here. We don't care. Yeah, yeah. We're here to teach. No, and that's that a lot of respect. Uh, yeah. You know, and that's one of my, I think that's a big, a big, really good point to make, you know, uh, going to that clickbait piece is that everybody's time is valuable, you know. So be respectful as a creator. And don't create clickbait because you're alienating the people that follow you then. And, and you really put them in a position of, do I continue to watch this knowing that maybe the next one too is going to be clickbait and it's going to anger me? Or do I just delete it and, and, and no longer follow them? Um, because I've been in those positions, you know, my, you know, I'm busy uh, in the middle of daytime. I'm busy chasing a three-year-old around but literally from eight o'clock at night till two o'clock in the morning, you know, that is my social media grind. Um, and I, that's typically when I go to bed is around 2 a.m. Don't waste my time and give me clickbait. Uh, yeah. I think I think that does the people that follow you and, and respect you, I think that does a disservice and it makes them mad. And you know, puts a, it puts a bad taste in everybody's mouth. I mean, I don't. I think it draws in the wrong crowd. In my opinion, it's like okay, you get, you're gonna get a lot of views at the beginning, but yeah. you're gonna lose the respect of the community. And I see social media content creators, and I think a lot of people know what I'm talking about. Um, 
without saying names, but they get upset. They there's that like they're not happy. They're not happy because they're not getting the respect for the bass fishing community. We're well, not getting right. the respect of the bass fishing community because what you're putting out there it has nothing to do with bass fishing. You 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 act Correct. a fool boarding a flight, you get kicked out of the flight because you didn't want to put your camera away. You got kicked out of a marina because you're banging jigs against uh, boats, boats yeah. and owners are getting upset. That has nothing to do with fishing. That is, brings no value. And what I think what happens, and I've said this on my podcast before, is you see kids out there thinking, oh, my God, so-and-so is making, you know, it's getting very popular doing this. And they go out there, and that's my biggest gripe. When you go out there and you purposely go into private property to try to get kicked out or do golf clubs and say, hey, I've rated golf clubs. It sounds funny and it sounds cool, but at the same time, I look at it, it's like, this is people that are paying to go play golf and you're interrupting their day, you know, to unwind, you know, and, and enjoy what they're doing. I would hate if I'm out kayak fishing that somebody comes in with the jet skis making jet ski videos and it's ruining my fishing experience just so he can get more clickbaits. That that's if you're gonna do that, don't expect the kayak fishing and bass fishing community or fishing community, the serious fishing community to take you seriously. Because yeah. it's not about fishing, it's about you and your ego well, being showcased. Yeah. I mean it gives exactly. I'm I'm a mechanic by trade. Okay. And I'm the first one that will tell you mechanics have this this cloud hanging over their head that we're all thieves. I'm not a thief. I fix cars and I fix them for cheap. That's what I do. I don't like taking people's money. And it's the same thing with bass fishing or with with the social media grind. I I'm not. I don't trespass. That's not what this is about. That's disrespectful. First off. Second off, you're right. If you're going to a golf course with the intent to get kicked out, like. One, yeah, it's going to be great on social media for like a day, but in the long run, you just look disrespectful. Well, and then just do us all a favor in the fishing industry and change your page name to yeah. something not related to fishing. But I mean, it, so and so acting the fool. Yeah, you know, yeah, and that's the unfortunate part. I, I think a lot of the younger followers are, are somewhat impressionable, and that's where you get a majority of your feedback. That's where you get a majority of your reach. Um, your follows, uh, your interaction, your engagement when you do stuff like that, you know, uh, when you post a video or, or whatever it may be of, hey, here's a sign that says no trespassing. Uh, you think we can last more six minutes back here? Let's find out. And you're like, um, I mean, I've seen more stupid things on YouTube. I just don't know what it was yet. So, uh, and those things frustrate me, you know, because like, well, you know, you, you'll meet somebody new or you'll meet somebody out when you're fishing and they're like, oh, you have a, you know, a YouTube channel or an Instagram, you're on social media fishing and you're like, yeah, and they're like, oh, so how often do you go, go fish a golf course or go trespassing? And it, so I want to touch on that for a second. Don't. <laughs> as, as far as far as as far as like the golf course stuff goes, when somebody that's a content creator posts something like that, how do you keep sponsors? How do you keep pro staff deals? How do you do any of that? Because, and that's my. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Well, because like we're we're Daiwa pro staff. Okay, I've stood behind Daiwa forever, and that's not a sellout. I was using them well before I started with social media. Right. 
And I've always loved it. That's just, that's what I've always thrown. Matter of fact, that's what all of my gear is. But I feel like if, if Daiwa were to see me posting a video that was like, let's see how fast we can get kicked out. I, that's not good publicity. That's bad. That's like, horrible. What are you doing? What kind of keep a sponsorship that way? Well, look at it this way. And I'm, I'm not going to argue with success. But when you look at it, and obviously I'm not going to name names, but everybody's gonna right. You, you see a company, an up-and-coming company that nobody's heard about and is trying to build a brand. And they're saying, I'm going to capitalize on this millennial, his kids. Now, I shouldn't say millennials because I don't want to group anybody, and I, and I hate labels. So scratch that. I'm not going to say millennials. Um, these young kids getting views, right? So they're like, whatever you're doing, we're buying into it because we want to bring. And in a sense, it's a good way because now when I was growing up, you know, there's a, there's a point in my age where it's like, yeah, fishing is boring or fishing is, is old people a sport. We're now, and I'll give credit to that. Now there's, you see a lot of kids going like, oh yeah, this is cool. Like yeah, when I was that age, it was not cool to go. It was cool when you was your dad, you know, you're five, 10 years old. So I'll give credit to that. They have gotten a new age demographic to come up to the sport. And that does bring um, other companies and other investors and the sport grows and the money comes in into, into the sport. That's great. But the problem is this is this company saying, hey, I want to get to get known. Most of the what's out there, you know, the Brian Latimer's, the KVD's, the um, got so many names, uh, Greg Swindell's, they're already being taken by these big companies. And these big companies have them. And then say, we're going to get this bunch of kids on YouTube because now YouTube, they're getting millions of views and we're going to bankroll. Them. We're going to we're going to get them on our team. And if you look at that company right now, look at where they are. Now, is that company going to be in the market for professional anglers, whether it's kayak anglers or bass anglers, you know, fishing the, the FLW or the Major League Fishing or the Bassmasters? No, you don't see those products out there. And they're like, fine. You guys don't want our products. We're going to concentrate on this market. And that's what they're doing. Now that they're bigger, now that they're bigger, and you see this company that is now getting bigger, now you see that whole clickbait being cut back a little bit. Because then you lose credibility. Because like you said, Iowa, um, Abu Garcia, Shimano, they're not going to go for that. They're established company. It ruins your credibility. But a company that's like, hey, we have, not to say no choice, but we got to get our name out there. And once we get our name out there, we're going to clean this up a little bit. And that, again, I'm not going to argue with success because it has, it has worked. I mean, when you look at what this certain companies have done with like, yeah, where did this company come from? Where does this company that's challenging the establishment come from? It came from there. You know, and credit credit to those kids that have made their kind of like their empire, so to speak. Um, sure. That's a little bit of a big word, but have made their name on it. I mean, credit for them. I'm not going to argue with their success. But there comes a time where it's just like, if you want to be taken seriously, you're going to have to act more seriously. You're going to have to mature as a company and as a social uh, content creator. I mean, that's the best way I can describe it. I'm going to start mature and immature. I don't want to <laughs> go down that little rabbit hole. I'll take as long as it takes to build a following. Yeah. Yeah. That's you the know, best way. That's when you get that real... 
like I want to follow like tactical basketball. basketball. Yeah, I think, yes. You know, and, and I think um, that's always been a, an easy, actually, an easy yeah. thing for us is that you know, look at the reality of it. You know, don't uh, don't go and try and take a shortcut because it, it will take you down the wrong road. You're gonna get, you're in it. You're gonna end up getting subscribers and followers. They're gonna be the wrong ones because they're not, they're not gonna be there for no, the reasons, no. um, and they're not gonna be the ones that you want to engage with either. So, I, I think for us, it's been it's that's a, been an easy road, easy decision to make. And, you know, from a pro staff position as well, I, that's also easy um, because a lot of times it comes down to um, look at those products. You know, for us, um, it's always been products that we use. You know, um, you know, we are also field staff for Monster Mass, um, which kind of leads us down another road and that, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, I, I don't want to um, get a, a monthly subscription to something because I, I know what lures I want. I'll just go buy them. I can tell you what I, you know, uh, I had a lot of crazy new ones come out. I, of I, box. I've been fishing for a long time, and matter of fact, that came out of Monster Bass Box. Yeah, and um, the great thing about anybody's subscription is that you'll find smaller bait companies that actually make really good products. Yeah. Uh, whereas um, you're not going to find that at your, your big, you know, brick and mortar retail store. You're not going to find that at a big, uh, you know, online. That's pro shop or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And so you, you get to find these smaller, uh, these smaller uh, entrepreneurs and these smaller mom and pop shops that, that make some great baits uh, and they push it on the fish, you know, and the, and the great thing is like you, some of these people, you can call them and talk to the guy who poured the baits for you. Yep. Um, and, you know, we've, we've now ended up with a, with a handful of those where we get stuff custom made, custom painted, whatever it be. And, and you know, that's really, that's really cool that you're able to make that connection. And, uh, with monster bass at the same time, people say, again, Oh, I know what I need. I, I don't need them to tell me what lures to fish. I'll tell you what, um, many times I've gotten a bag or a bo- box, we're into the bags now. Um, and you open it up, you're like, you know, I thought about that one, but I didn't buy it. But now it's in the bag. I'm going to go use it. And then lo and behold, you go use it and it puts you on some fish. So it also pushes your, your comfort zone sometimes. Yeah, it challenges yourself. Yeah, we sometimes we can get stuck into that like chatterbait rut, you know, where you're like, I'm gonna throw chatterbait because it's the best bait out there, and you get stuck on that rut, and then you don't grow as an angler. For me, when I go into catfish and people fishing and kayak fishing in general, people go into fishing for different reasons. Some of them is like, hey man, I'm not interested in being this knowledgeable and spending too much on bait. I just want to go out there, maybe catch a few and just spend time on the water. If that's all you want to do. That's fine. Don't, don't let anybody shame you into doing anything different. Of course. Some of us just, some of them want to compete. Hey, I want to be great at a tournament. I want my name to be known. I want to hoist the Bass Master Trophy or the Hobie BOS Trophy or, you know, the KBF Trail Trophy. And some of them are just like, I just want to be good because I want the challenge of becoming better. So it's whatever your your I mean whatever gets you on the water, you know, go with it. And at the same time, if you want to, if whether it's 
for yourself you want to get better or for uh you want to get into tournaments that's a good idea and also would tell people like you when they're starting off those boxes can be pretty cool you know in the sense that you like it forces you to like well I already bought it might as well try it and every yeah, now and then you get something like you know what i never seen this bait and this bait works great well you and know, i'm going to keep using it yeah. i think the other great thing about them is so you have a subscription to it you get the bag the box whatever you know uh, manufacturer that you're using you open it up and you're like i've never seen this bait um i don't know how to use it you can go on youtube google it and there are so many videos on how to run through how to use the bait how yeah. to you know what rod reel you should use all that kind of stuff and so it, it, it's a really good gateway drug to fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, to me, I'm, a, I'm all about going as deep as that rabbit hole takes me. I yeah. want to learn what's a new bait. I want to know what is my limit of, of my you know, talent, how, of my growth and my talent. That's what I love it. What? Yeah. The yeah, wallet, the, the whole paycheck, the wallet, the truck, the house. That's like, that's the end of the rabbit hole. That's a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm working on it. Close. I'm working on it. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Well, guys, I've had you some uh, for almost an hour here, and I know it's kind of late. Um, real quickly, um, I know uh, that you have your sponsors. Um, yeah. Tell us, I'll give you a few minutes to, you know, thank who you want to thank, your sponsors, family members, anybody you want to thank. And once again, tell us where everybody can find you, locate you, and what's next for JD Fishing Adventures. Well, I think the biggest thing is, uh, is speaking for both of us, you know, we really want to thank our friends and family, first and foremost. Uh, they're the ones that gave us the, the push, the push, the support, the motivation to actually do this. And then, you know, without arguably uh, a second is of course all of the people that follow us that subscribe yeah. that support us that engage with us that see us you know when we're out fishing or whatever absolutely thank them because if it wasn't for them as well i mean we um, wouldn't be where we are no we, we absolutely wouldn't be um you know so um in, in to the pro staff opportunities that we have and the sponsorships that we have uh, with uh, with Daiwa, with Monster Bass, uh, Tech Baits, um, Southbound Rods, um, Hoodoo Sports. Hoodoo Sports has been an amazing they, yeah, they, for, they, for the kayaks. Um, they definitely, uh, you know, when we came on with Hoodoo Sports, they absolutely made us feel like family. Absolutely. Um, They're phenomenal guys. If anybody's in the market for a kayak, I mean, the boat itself is phenomenal, but yep. the, the customer service is even better. So, yeah, they definitely brought us in. So, um, all three of those, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to put all three of those at number one. Agreed. Um, and so, um, more to come from us. I mean, we have more trips every single week. Plan um, to see my face every day. <laughs> yes, likewise, likewise. So, um, I send selfies all the time. Uh, no. I can spell selfie last week, but uh, you know, uh, you know, there is definitely more to come from us. Um, you know, we do have. I do have some international travel coming up. Uh, for some uh, special international uh, fishing, uh, and at the same time, we've got, we've got some more domestic uh, 
trips coming up for, for smallmouth and bass fishing, catfishing and gar and everything else. Throw nice. those into it. Yeah. Change it up, you know, provide the people that uh, support us with a variety out there. You know, you can't, yes, we're in Texas, but gosh, you, you got to leave to really eventually. Yeah. Eventually the bass fishing in Texas just gets kind of low and slow and you just got to go out and do something else. You can really catch so many 10 pounders. I mean, I mean I've only <laughs> Never gets old though. Never gets old. Unless my scale's off and then I've, I've broke double digits. Yeah. So. We, uh, we, and, and, you know, again, I want to, uh, man, we can't thank the opportunity from you yeah, as well. Absolutely. So, thank you so much. My pleasure. Man. My pleasure. I, I, I know I want to help out. I want to use my, like I said, our podcast is from the anglers to the anglers. You know, it's like we, sure. we want the sport to grow. I'm always interested in bringing um, personalities from both the tournament, the social media content creators that want to grow and want to grow in a, an organic, you know, organic way and a responsible way. Um, and that's my big thing. I know you just, you guys are just starting off. By the way, you have a killer logo. I love it. Um, oh, thank you. But we, you guys are doing a great job, you know, in, in, in the few uh, month that you already started, and I wish you the best. Uh, Joey, I didn't get a chance to give you an opportunity. You wanted to thank somebody else as well, other than what Drew's mentioned? To be honest, I mean, he pretty much covered it. Our friends and family have, have absolutely supported us throughout the entire deal, and it's been a phenomenal, crazy ride. The the sponsors that we have, the pro staff deals that we have, the just seeing the entire deal. I mean, it's been a crazy ride, and I thank every single person that has been a part of it. Every follower, every like, every comment means something. So it's been insane, and uh, I look forward to the future. I mean, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> so once again go follow joey and drew at jd fishing adventures we're on youtube facebook linkedin tiktok instagram any social media outlet out there you can go check them out um be, you know learn a couple what was that i said look forward to the video tonight i'll look forward to the video tonight well it's tuesday so Go, go check it out. It's there. It's going to be there when you check it. It's the latest for you. If you enjoy it, go ahead and subscribe to their channel. You know, it means a lot for um, the content creators when people subscribe and uh, put that bell notification. Again, if you like it and you're entertained and you care a lot about the kayak fishing community and you want the kayak fishing community to grow and you like what they're doing, go follow them. Um, and again, you know, like their videos, comments, and uh, repost them if you can. So again, thank you so much for, for Joey, uh, Joey. I'm sorry, and Drew for joining us. It's been an honor to have you here. I look forward to, you know, your next videos, and we wish you the best moving forward. Uh, for those out there listening, again, thank you. If you made it this far, go check out my sponsor, Douglas Rod. Go to DouglasOutdoors.com to check out their full lineup and. Uh, Get yourself uh, a rod, whether you uh, live in Texas. We, if you live in Texas, we have them at Fun and Sun Tackle. And if you don't live in Texas or if there's not a tackle shop near you that has uh, Douglas Rod, you can check, you can order online. Go to the web website and find out the nearest local dealer. So, again, thank you, guys. Wear your PFDs. Stay safe. Have a great night.